Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the internet talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, he's mellow, he's a fellow, and it's Pride Month, so it makes absolute sense that we bring him on. It's some mellow fellow. Hey, it's about time you got me on here. It's been it's been it's been a while. <laughs> it, it, it's been I think we had you back. It was episode 100 that we had you back on. Yeah, that was like how long two ago? Two seasons ago. Two seasons ago. <laughs> okay. So I mean, not too long. Yeah, you not know, too long, to... but still. So still, I mean, hey, it, it worked out. We're in Pride. Uh, happy Pride, by the way. Uh, happy dude. Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride to all of you out there as well. Uh, Hi, guys. Remember, Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Happy Primus. <laughs> Happy Primus. Oh, we should totally make that a TikTok. Oh, my God. Instead, like, instead of the, the Merry Christmas, we got to do that for Pride. We'll get all the views. Yeah. Imagine the views. Just like, Hi, guys. Happy Primus. Happy Primus. I am Shantae. I'm Shantae. I'm staying on the podcast and the Discord. <laughs> Bring the house down, mama. Go in. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Well, uh, even though it's pride, we do got a lot of things to cover. And uh, we have a lot of things to cover today. It's uh, video game showcase month. Even though E3 got murdered by Summer Game Fest in God broad daylight. God damn. We saw it all happen. Uh, we had a bunch of other showcases happen this past week. As I said in last week's episode, we're going to be talking about the Microsoft Showcase today. Uh, and we're also going to be talking about the Capcom and the Ubisoft uh, shows as well. So stay tuned for those. But first things first, our headline of the week, Microsoft and Blizzard. What, what are they never not in the news? Well, we have some updates and uh, here, here's what we got. So a U.S. judge has temporarily granted the FTC's request for a block on Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Shocker. Microsoft can no now... Th- yeah, shocker to no one. Uh, Microsoft can now theoretically have closed the deal as early as Friday, June 16th. Uh, but we'll now have to wait for a hearing scheduled for June 22nd or 23rd in San Francisco. At this hearing, the federal court will decide if the deal should be blocked until the FTC has concluded its case against the deal in its own administrative court, which it sued for back in December. If the federal court agrees to block the deal further until the administrative case has concluded, that will mean the deal won't make its July 18th deadline potentially costing Microsoft an enormous sum in financial penalties. Uh, judges, man, they take a lot, a long time. It's, it, honestly, that's kind of what we want. I don't want this deal to go through. Fuck yeah, Blizzard. same. Fuck Blizzard. Uh, <laughs> you brought us Diablo, but fuck you. Yeah, you brought us Diablo, which a lot of people are loving. And you know what? G- good job on that front, uh, Blizzard developers, because... Uh, your developers, you did a good job, but fuck everyone else at Blizzards. <laughs> we only care about Lilith and no one else. <laughs> I don't even care about Lilith. 
that's <laughs> I, I've never played a Diablo game. I can't get into Diablo. I I just can't. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, what what do you think this will actually end, Mel? Do you think that we're gonna see this get delayed to uh, past July eighteenth, or is it actually gonna go through? Honestly, yeah, I'm I'm waiting for the delay. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens, but we'll I'm sure we'll have an update next week because that's when. Uh, actually, well, 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 not next week, but in two weeks. Uh, I do want to do give a quick upkeep. Uh, there will be no new episode of the podcast next week, as I will be at GameCon Canada uh, all three days. So I actually don't have that much. I don't have time to record an episode. Uh, so I will be at that event. Um, so you'll get to hear like two weeks worth of news and stuff uh, in the following episode. So look forward to a, that. It's going to be a big ass episode. It is going to be a big ass episode. That is for sure. Uh, so look forward to that, where we'll have most likely an update on the Microsoft Blizzard situation, and who knows what else. Uh, there's one thing I did want to talk to you about real quick, uh, Mello. Uh, we've both been playing this game, Honkai Star Rail. Ah, uh, yes. That game. Yeah, I want to know, uh, because you're an avid Genshin player, uh, yep. so I want to know your thoughts on Star Rail compared to Genshin and just your progress in Star Rail so far. Well, well, both were made by Hoyoverse, so the style, music, and everything, not a lot has changed. But the combat style, I'm still trying to get used to Honkai's combat style. Because in Genshin, you're, you're just beating the bad guy to a pulp just to see the all the combinations and numbers and shit. <laughs> Big number funny. <laughs> <laughs> number go brr. <laughs> <laughs> And Honkai, it's like turn-based, which I am not familiar with at all. But it, it is like a little easier, but I still like Genshin's like combat style. It's, That's fair. It's fun. Uh, how far have you progressed in Star Rail story-wise? I found out the uh, big robot guy is. Oh, you met Svarog? Yeah, Svarog, that guy. Ah, uh, yes. And, and Svarog and Clara. We protect Clara. Yes, we stand Clara. We stand Clara. We do. We do stand Clara, and we we buy her shoes with our actual money because we don't want her feet to get cold because she is just a child. Yes, but uh, that's it's good to see. I can't wait uh, for you to get to the the main boss on Urello Six. It's a really cool fight, and uh, I have I, a good idea on who it is. Just because, with the experience I have on Genshin, I can safely say who the boss is. But I'm not going to spoil anything for all you new players out there. Free on the Epic Game Store with gotcha purchases. It's basically free everywhere. It's free everywhere, yes. It just uh, costs your soul and credit card. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, well, that well, glad to get insight on you from that, Mello. Uh, it's now time for us to dive into everything else that happened in this past week that wasn't at a gaming uh, showcase. Uh, let's take a look at the week interview. Recapping the news of last week from major studio highs and lows, TCG updates, board games, and MMOs, this is the Week in Review. Starting off, uh, some of the game releases we had last week, we had F123 release, a, yeah. a brand new Layers of Fear game, 
and Park Beyond, which I'm actually picking up. Uh, if you're listening to this on the Monday, I'll have picked it up already. And so I'm playing through that uh, because it's basically a new roller coaster tycoon sim type game. Yeah, cars and roller coasters and shit. Yeah, roller coasters and cars and jump scares. Woo! Man, we should make a game that like combines all three of those. Uh, five Nights at Freddy's, but outside. <laughs> it's a working time. Oh, sorry. Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> Racing. And you, the first course is a theme park that has a roller coaster. There you go. You've com- combined all three. And if you lose, you get jump scared. <laughs> Ooh, that will be interesting. That would be interesting. Scott Cawthon, get to work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as for the world of video game news, there isn't a lot. Like I said, a lot of the stuff happened at the showcases. Uh, but starting off, Sony has begun testing cloud streaming of PlayStation 5 games, which is a big step for PlayStation Plus premium members. And they also added a, um, their next another wave of new games into PlayStation Plus uh, for uh, premium and extra members, if I remember the names correctly. Yeah, didn't Google try to do that? With Stadia? Uh, yeah, but Stadia is no more. Stadia is dead. Yeah. They murdered it. They murdered it hard. Sorry, Google. Uh, High on Life is getting brand new DLC. What's it uh, called? If, it's uh, called High on Knife. Woo! <laughs> uh, it's gonna add, adding a horror aspect to High on Life, the game where the guns talk to you, created by... Uh, the now disgraced Justin Roiland. Gaming mega publisher Embracer, which is a European, I believe, Sweden uh, group. Uh, they're closing a bunch of studios and canceling a whole shit ton of games after a $2 billion deal crumbled. Uh, this group owns uh, the publish- the developers for two- the, two- the rebooted Tomb Raider series and a whole bunch of other things. Damn. Yeah. And Overwatch news, Overwatch 2 story missions are going to cost you $15 USD for permanent access to them if you want to, you know, keep them and play them whenever you want instead of just when they drop and forever how long they're around. Uh, So fuck you, Blizzard. Yeah, I've seen Twitter like shitting on it so hard. (laughs) Yeah. This is why we hate you, Blizzard. This is why we have issues, Blizzard. Uh, Google has added a brand new Katamari minigame to its web browser. All you That's gotta do is search. <laughs> All you gotta do is search for Katamari. Click on the little ball that's like wobbling. And uh, you'll play Katamari on your screen, collecting all the images, words, and you can scroll down on the page and you'll continue to roll and get, keep your ball going and getting bigger and bigger. Uh, I miss those Google Easter eggs. Just like there's one for like Oh, what was the name? There's but, one for Star Fox where if you type in do a barrel roll, it do, Google does a barrel roll. Yeah, and there's like the, I don't want to say pawn, but th- like the blocks fall down and you try to. Oh. You oh. try to get those. I, I forgot the name, but. Blocks fall down or a ball falls down and you got to break. Because there's breakout if you do. Breakout, that's breakout. the name. Okay, yeah, that's what you were thinking of. Yeah, where you're where you're bouncing the ball to break the Google images. Exactly, that was the one I loved. I loved playing that in middle I, school. I enjoyed that one too. I, I played yeah back in middle school. Oh, oh, I would do that in class when I'm like, well, I've done everything. It's I'm either that or cool math games. 
<laughs> cool man. Yeah, that was a, a, a lit sight. Uh, Redfall has received its first major patch, but no one cares. The game kind of fucking died on impact there. Uh, we have a release date for the SpongeBob SquarePants Power Wash Simulator DLC, June 29th. You can clean six iconic locations of SpongeBob SquarePants. Hell yeah! Which I'm actually really excited for. I can't wait to do that. Uh, and also, Twitch has some news. Twitch will be introducing a Partner Plus program in October. Uh, basically, if you can sustain 350 active subscribers for three months straight, you will get enrolled into this program for a year. Um, on the lead up to this, if you hit this milestone within the next m couple of months leading up to this, you will also be able to uh, enroll, get enrolled into this program. This program gives you the 70-30 split where you will earn 70% of revenue on your scripts, on your subs, and ad revenue that Twitch gives you. I mean, Instead I like it. 50-50. I like it, but couldn't they just, like, do it before? I mean, a lot of people are complaining about the, that, and, and people are still complaining, like, well, why why you have to put it behind this, and blah, blah, blah. I think, honestly, this is, they're doing it like this so they can keep some of their bigger people that hit that regardless. Yeah, this like, is true. Let, like, let's be real, like, Moist Critical, um, any Pokemane. OTK members, Pokimane, all of those people who basically have those on the daily will easily get that if they don't have a, a, another contract already with Twitch that gets them more or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. And, and let's be real. I'm going to say this. If you're complaining about this and you're still a fucking affiliate, shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it it doesn't really affect you. Like you're still. It doesn't affect you. It does. You're not a partner. Yeah, you're not. You're not a partner. Uh, now, obviously, if you're working on your ways to partner, good on you. But let's be real here. It, sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. I stream not for the money, but for the enjoyment. The money is a bonus. I don't stream, so I don't care. Are you coming? Aren't you coming back to streaming soon? Uh, soon. I I'm, I'm just getting like. My microphone is like too big for my desk, so I'm just getting a smaller one. Just get a bigger desk, forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I like my arm. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> uh, no live service game news updates, uh, but in the world of TCG and Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet, Obsidian Flames, that's the next pack to keep an eye out for. That drops August 11th. And then we know that the 3.5 set comes out September 22nd, and the 4.0 set will come out sometime in November. In, in Yu-Gi-Oh! news, uh, there's a new Master Duel event going on. Um, I don't know the exact one. I just saw a glimpse of it when I was tuning into one of my... Uh, a fellow stream, and I'm like, oh, there's a. I think I think it's like a Legend Anthology event is going on, so like old decks only, old archetypes only. Uh, but I might be wrong about that. I don't know if it's still happening at the time of listening to this or what. 
Uh, but if it's still happening, hey, go get some prizes and rewards. Uh, as for the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG, Battles of Legend, Monstrous Revenge drops on the 21st. Gold Pri- The Gold Pride card, sleeve, card case and sleeves drop on July 27th. Duelist Nexus also drops on the 27th, July 27th. Speed Duel, Streets of Battle City, the box set drops August 24th. The Crimson King structure deck drops September 21st. And the 25th anniversary... 25th anniversary 10 Dueling Heroes drops September 7th. You're a bit too late on the Pride card, bitch. A little, but they look really cool. Honestly, yeah. Uh, in the world of Magic the Gathering, Tales of Middle-Earth, that set is uh, is in its in-store pre-release uh, currently up until the 22nd. Uh, it'll be released in Magic the Gathering Arena on the 20th and the global release on the 23rd of June. Uh, the one ring card, there's only going to be one copy of it, so good luck on getting that because it's already going for a million bucks USD to sell for if you get that card. So and if you get it, you're out yet. It's not even out yet, and it's already going for that, if not higher by now. Jesus. Uh, as as for other things in the world of Magic the Gathering, Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered comes to Magic the Gathering Arena sometime within the next couple of months, and Wilds of Eld- Eldraine comes out in the fall. And that's it for the weekend review. Not a lot, because everything else uh, is going to be a little bit later on in the show. Any comments on any of those, Mello? Well, I pretty much said what I need to say Like in between. just You kind of missed out on the Pride card, like a month early but it still looks good but i'll i might i might want to get back into tcg but maybe sometime on the line uh with that it's time for us to now look ahead and see what games are coming out from june 19th to 25th and also what's coming out past that as well uh because i won't uh be here next week in actuality here's what's coming out from june 19th to 25th uh, to July 2nd. From upcoming AAA titles, promising indies, and the random shovelware, here's what should be on your radar. Uh, starting off on Tuesday on the 20th, Aliens Dark Descent releases on everything but the Switch. Crash Team Rumble releases on PlayStation systems and Xbox systems. And The Last Hero of Nostalgia, Nostalgia releases on the PlayStation 4 and Switch. On Wednesday, Trepang 2 comes to the PC. On Thursday, the spinoff to Dr. Dr. Super Meat Boy, Dr. Fetus's Mean Meat Machine, comes out on everything. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 releases for the PlayStation 5. Harmony, The Fall of Reverie, comes to the PlayStation 5 and Series X. Apico comes to the Series X and Xbox One. The Bookwalker, Thief of Tales, comes to everything but the Switch. And on Friday, Sonic Origins Plus comes to everything. And C-Smash VRs comes to PlayStation VR 2. Uh, from the 26th onward, on the 27th of June, Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed, the single player, comes out to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life, makes its way to the PlayStation 5, Series X, Switch, and PC. On the 29th, AEW Fight Forever comes to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. The Lara Croft Collection comes to the Switch on June 29th. On the 30th, Crime O'Clock comes to the Switch and PC. Everybody 1-2 Switch comes to the Switch. Ghost Trick Phantom Detective comes to the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Goodbye World comes to the PS5, PS4, Xbox One, and Series X. 
and Master Detective Archives Raincode, the brand new game from Spike Chunsoft, comes out on the Switch. And that's uh, about everything that you need to know uh, for the next two weeks uh, since I'll be gone. Uh, any thoughts on any of those, Mello? I just want to say that I've never played Super Meat Boy. And while I was looking at this, I saw Dr. Fetus. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I had to look this up. And apparently, yeah, it, it's a spinoff. Like, the, the Dr. Fetus name is just threw me off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm pretty. I was when I looked at that, I'm like, this guy's like the villain of Super Meat Boy, right? And I made sure myself. I'm like, okay, yeah, because <laughs> that's a name. Uh, <laughs> obviously, the big, the big, big game out of these two weeks, Final Fantasy 16. Of course, big game. I'm gonna be getting it on. Well, I'll be getting it on launch. I don't know if I'll be playing it on launch because again, it comes out that weekend that I am at GameCon Canada. I don't have a PS5. Sag. You know what that means? Time to finish Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, you got to get through Shadowbringers, dude. I'm almost. At, it's. I'm almost at Endwalker, dude. I, I've been busy. Well, we'll stop being busy and become <laughs> Gremlin. Yeah. That's, <laughs> um. But yeah, that's uh, that's uh, I'm ex- I'm so excited for that gonna be great uh right the the rain code detective arc the new spike chunsoft game at the end of the month as well that's gonna be cool yeah that Uh, one looks very cool i hope that it gets a release on any on more than just a switch later because i'd like to stream it if i can because you know we've streamed the danganronpa and somnium file games so we've been basically like showcasing like spike chunsoft yeah. Uh, also, hey Mello, are you tired of the same old boring puzzles? Yeah, I mean they're 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 kind of like all like getting the pieces together. It's just eh, not for me. Well, hey, you can mix things up with Wongo puzzles. Uh, each puzzle is a custom design with intricate patterns and whimsical shapes that will keep you engaged for hours. Plus, their eco-friendly materials and commitment to sustainability make Wongo puzzles a guilt-free way to unwind. These are 100% wooden puzzles, so they'll last forever. They're all hand-drawn, every single piece, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun little whimsy pieces as you work through them. Uh, They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage, gifting, and also just looking good on a shelf. They look really good. Uh, they, with stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. I personally really like the sea tortoise design that they have, uh, as well as the elephant uh, and a whole bunch of their animal ones. Really, really cool looking. Uh, so what are you waiting for? You should go to wongopuzzles.com and pick up your puzzle today. And hey, use the promo code GAMELOUNGE, uh, all one word, uh, to get 10% off on your next order. This is the most fun you've had with a puzzle, guaranteed, or your money back. Go to wongopuzzles.com and use code GAMELOUNGE to get 10% off on your order and get puzzling right now. Holy shit, he got a sponsor! <laughs> Mom, get the camera! <laughs> yes, we are now kind of officially sponsored so uh yeah if you use code game lounge 10 off 
with that, it's time for us to dive on into our big topics of the day. Yes. We're gonna, we're, it's time to go over literally everything else that happened this week. Let's dive into what we're talking about this week in the Game Lounge. Covering anything from modern and retro games to the hard-hitting questions that define the gaming world, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And oh boy, do we got a doozy. It's a big one. It's big. It's big. So starting off, as I said, on Sunday, uh, the 11th, Xbox held their showcase and a Starfield Direct. So we're going to go over everything, talk about our thoughts. Uh, and starting off, oh boy, oh, we got our first look at Fable. Now, it was all cutscenes. Uh but it was all in the in-game. It was all done with the in-game engine, like not pre-rendered cutscenes or anything. Like this was all in-game engine cutscenes, and you fucking it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, we don't still don't have a release date for Fable, but mm, looks really good. I'm very excited. Uh, I loved. Fa- I love Fable Three, despite you know how divisive Fable Three is amongst <laughs> the community. Uh, but Fable 3 is the only Fable game I ever played, and I loved uh, every minute of it. We then got a brand new trailer for a brand new series, IP, South of Midnight, which deals with some big monsters and some sort of weird power of sorts. Looks cool. Looks interesting. Uh, then, oh, fucking pew, pew. Uh, from Massive Studios, Star Wars Outlaws, a game coming out in 2024, uh, which we'll be getting more into at the Ubisoft showcase, where they showed gameplay and stuff. Uh, but we got our first look at this game here at the Xbox showcase, and oh, <laughs> it's interesting. New in, new in Star Wars, and we're not a Jedi? Sign me up. Woo! <laughs> uh, then we got a new game from Thunder Lotus. These are the people who developed Spiritfarer. And it's so far off from Spiritfarer. And like, oh, this was such like a cozy, emotional game. I give you 33 Immortals coming out 2024, which has 33 player co-op where you go kill demons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a raid game. I was going to say raid like, like, like raiding, like. If you don't want an MMORPG, when you go raiding, that kind of raiding. Yeah, Up that raid. 33 players. Uh, then we got a brand new trailer, or I guess our first trailer, for Payday 3! Yeah! Which has a release date, September 21st of this year. Which uh, made sense of when Payday 2 was free last week, uh, of why it was free. And if you picked it up on the Epic Game Store, good job. Play that until September 21st if you're really into Payday. Because, oh, it's going to be glorious. I'm going to get the comically Lord spoon. Nice. Uh, then... Persona 3 Reload, which we talked about last week. It got leaked. The person who leaked it, by the way, accidentally got fired uh, <laughs> because Atlas had a posting for a marketing job. <laughs> and it's like, Ooh. oh, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> he fucked up. But we got to see Persona 3 Reload. And we also got some more details after the Xbox show. Uh, the sites went live. The entire cast getting revoiced. Uh, the voice of uh, Makoto, the main character, our protagonist, is the same voice actor as Luke from Street Fighter, Alex Lee. 
Uh, the developer said that they will not be including the answer, which was uh, an epilogue thing from uh, Persona 3 FES, and it will not include Femsi, the female main character uh, from Persona 3 Portable. It is essentially going to be the main base game of Persona 3 with like the additions of Persona 3 Fest that were in the main game, with some other quality of life things to improve the game, uh, and like an interface kind of like Persona 5. Uh, and I'm good. I'm ready for it. I'm just so ready for it. I know I'm you so are. Ready. I'm so ready for this. And it comes out early 2024. Uh, then we got a new look at Obsidian's next game, Avowed, which comes out 2024. Uh, so going back to like a little bit of a fantasy route with them, uh, looks cool. Uh, although I, I, I didn't play, uh, The Outer Worlds, which was Obsidian's last big project. Um, so I don't know if I'll actually play Avowed. Uh, then see if rare came on the screen and like, Oh, are they dropping a new? No, it's, it's going to be sea of thieves, sea of thieves getting a crossover with monkey Island with the legend of monkey Island, sea of thieves, the legend of monkey Island, which comes out July 20th, where you'll do some story missions with, uh, some of the castmates of monkey Island and explore, uh, possibly, possibly explore monkey Island. Monkey. We then got ourselves a new trailer for Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024, which is going to add a whole bunch of like new career jobs, including like fire res- putting out fires, uh, search and rescue, uh, skydiving, plane uh, flyer, stunt flying, a whole bunch of like careers that involve flight, which is really Damn. cool. Uh, that that isn't just like passenger flights, like other specialty things. So really cool. Uh, comes out next year, and then uh, coming out November 3rd in the current Flight Simulator, uh, they're adding some Dune DLC, so you can fly in this dragonfly-looking type ship. Ooh. I, I I never got into Dune. Can't get into it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, then we got a trailer for Senua Saga Hellblade 2, which comes out next year, and I'm going to say it, I do not see the appeal of Senua Saga. It's I mean, I get that it looks super realistic and all that stuff, and I just I just can't get into it. I really can't. It's so weird and cryptic, and I don't like it. I mean, the teaser trailer for it was fucking sick. I love it. It creeps me out a bit. It creeps me out. Uh, but then, in nobody saw this coming announcement. Like a Dragon, Yakuza. Brand new trailer for Yakuza 8. Or Like a Dragon 8, Infinite Wealth. Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Ichiban, naked on a beach, in America, because everyone was speaking English. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I I was just excited. Oh, fuck. I was so happy to see that. I screamed. Oh, yes. (laughs) I heard it from my house. Oh, damn. It was that loud? (laughs) Yeah, I heard it from 100 kilometers away. God damn. Uh, but uh, coming next year, early 2024, I'm ready for it. My body is ready. Uh, then we got a nice little animatic for Fallout 76 to announce that the Atlantic City expansion is coming soon with a musical number. Woo. It, it was all right. We didn't actually see any gameplay. It was all like an animated musical number with Vault Boy and whatnot. It's still fine, but like. Uh, we then got this trailer revealing Path of the Goddess, which is coming from Capcom. We didn't get any more details other than that. 
Uh, we then got a look at some more Forza Motorsport coming out October 10th. Uh, a reminder that Elder Scrolls Online Necrom drops June 20th. Overwatch 2 announced that, oh, hey, all the new modes are coming and story missions will drop starting August 10th. And then we got another Persona game, which we knew was coming as well from the leak. Uh, Persona 5 Tactica coming out November 17th. Uh, and that's we already know all the details of that one. Uh, basically, Persona 5, different art style, and it's a tactics game. Woohoo! Then we got a trailer for Jacent, which is a climbing game coming out in the fall. Still Wakes the Deep, a horror game where you're on an oil rig coming out early 2024. Dungeons of Hinterberg coming out 2024. Wasn't all that memorable. And then Keanu came out. Keanu! Uh, to present uh, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty DLCs, the Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty DLC, which comes out September 26th. And uh, yeah, Cyberpunk. Uh, if you like Cyberpunk, they know that they've been fixing the game. Uh, according to some early reports to people from people who got to play this like early, it's like completely overhauled and actually fixed now. So, oh, damn. Good. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it that way. Yes. Uh, then we got a game I'm excited for, uh, City Skylines 2, coming out October 24th. I loved City Skylines. I played a lot of it on the PlayStation 4, so can't wait to play that when it comes out. And then Atlas dropped a third game, which we actually didn't know about, Metaphor Refantagio, which is another one of their RPGs looking very biblical, very fantasy-like, very creepy, just like a Shin Megami Tensei game. Uh, but it's not like a Shin Megami Tensei game, but it's it's another Atlas RPG. Uh, it's coming out next year. So interesting, interested to see what that will be about. Uh, we then got a look at Towerborn, which is a co-op side-scroll hack-and-slash game coming out next year. Clockwork Revolution, which has this Bioshock-esque type feel to it when I looked at it. Uh, and then they announced that the Series S will be coming in black and have a special one terabyte SSD version, which will cost $349 US dollars uh, coming out September 1st. So it'll be able to store more things. And then we get into the Starfield Direct, which was like 30 to 45 minutes of just Starfield. And that's how they ended the show. So, of course, coming out is Todd Howard, the mad lad, as he is. He's saying, hey, guys, we're going to fuck you in space. Let's go. <laughs> uh, no, but he's like, are you guys ready to see everything that Starfield is going to offer when it releases September 6th? And we're like, yeah, sure. <clears throat> so I started off, they're like, all new lighting, all new animation system, and whole new world generation, because it's like a new engine that they're working with as well, but they're doing this in. Like, awesome. They showed off the menu hub and the world map overview. Uh, how you travel to from world to world uh, is determined by your ship upgrades and how far your ship can travel and how much fuel your ship has. They showed off New Atlantis, which is the largest city Bethesda has ever made in a video game. Oh, damn. They talked about what the main story is with the, the faction called Constellation, which you become a part of in exploring the universe and fighting its lost secrets. There's going to be improvements to character creation, over 40 presets, a whole bunch of different backgrounds for you to pick, <laughs> which will offer certain skills and specific lore for you as well. And then traits you can pick. 
like there's a trait you could get called adoring fan or it was like local hero and if you know the adoring fan from oblivion hey they brought him back in starfield so now you can take him to a remote planet and murder him so no one can find the body do it <laughs> they show there's uh, gonna be a whole bunch of skill points and ranks to obtain five different skill trees and each skill within a skill tree has four ranks for you to obtain within it. Uh, they made an Among Us reference in the show somewhere. I, I, I wrote that down and I'm like, oh, they did that. Cool. I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they showed off space exploration and sh- customizing your ship. Uh, you could literally make, they made a platypus ship. They called it the HMS platypus. And they're like, platypus? HMS Perry the Platypus. He's here. I and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my ship Perry the Platypus. It only makes sense for me, Doctor Heinz Dorfischmetz. You have a whole shit ton of companions, and you can hire crew for your ship, and basically your ship acts like a secondary home for storage and all of that. Uh, they showed uh, space in orbit combat and how you can convert things into different systems to go faster diverting to shields and attack and all of that stuff, uh, which is really all cool. Uh, you can create outposts for base ba- and bases for material collecting, and you can uh, station companions out there as well. There's a whole bunch of crafting and researching you can do for various weapons. Uh, and then they showed off what you get for the collector's edition. It's a le- You get a watch, uh, because it's the watch that you would use to, then ac- to access your menu, essentially, sort of like how the Pip-Boy accesses your menu in Fallout. This watch acts like that in uh, Starfield. And they also will be releasing a limited edition Xbox controller and headphones as well. Nice. So September 6th for what they are saying is going to be the most game-changing RPG to ever uh, release. Let's see if it happens. Ideally, best case scenario for this game is it comes out with regular Bethesda issues that like Skyrim oh, yeah. and it, have. It's bound to happen. Like as if it has that and nothing more that's wrong with the game, then they've done it. Yes. If there are no issues at all, I will ask how. <laughs> how the fuck did Bethesda not have any issues? With the what game, what kind of god did you summon to be what kind, this what good? Kind, what kind of god did Todd Howard suck off for that to happen? <laughs> did you summon Mick Gordon? Did you nah. summon the Doomslayer? <laughs> no, they fired. They fired Mick Gordon. Oh right, you can't summon yeah. him anymore, bitch. Yeah, uh, but that was the Xbox showcase overall. I I would give it a solid nine out of ten. I was actually genuinely impressed with most of the stuff that they showed. Yeah, that that's a nine. It was a solid nine. It was definitely better than PlayStation's uh, state of play that they had uh, earlier. Uh, PlayStation probably I would give PlayStation like a six, uh, and all six of those points go to Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Summer Game Fest itself, because I, I didn't rank it last week, I would give Summer Game Fest like an eight. Uh, then we go into our second and third shows: Capcom and Ubisoft. So we're going to start off with Capcom. And Capcom, old baby. Capcom honestly got a 10 in, a ten in my book. Honestly, yeah. And uh, it's for one single game that they showed off that I got. Uh, that it's a 10. I think I know what, the, I know what you're talking about. 
before we get into that, though, uh, they, they led the showcase by showing off more uh, Kunitsugami, which is the full... Kunitsugami, Path of the Goddess, that is the full name of the game. We didn't get any new info, though. They just showed the trailer again. They're like, oh, I can't wait for you guys to experience this when it comes out, whenever that is. And we're like, oh, oh okay, cool. And then Mega Man. Yes. Mega Man X Dive Offline, which is a brand new Mega Man gotcha game coming later this year for mobile and Steam. Woo, not not what we promised, but yay. Uh, basically, they said there's like over a thousand levels you can play through as X or a bunch of different Mega Man characters throughout the ages. And yeah, that's, that's it's basically the penultimate Mega Man game. Yeah, I've played the uh, original dive and it's it's meh. But uh, I would like to see what offline does. Then we got some Street Fighter 6 news. We got to see the four DLC characters that are coming later in the game. Uh, Aki, or AKI, is coming out in autumn. Rashid is coming out in summer. Uh, Ed comes out in winter 2024. And Akuma comes out in spring 2024. Because, of course, Akuma is going to be coming soon. Why wouldn't uh, so he? Those are, yeah, exactly. So those are your four characters that are coming to this year to next year. Uh, we then got another quick look and a reminder that Resident Evil 4 VR mode is coming out soon. Uh, the the game uh, Pragmata, which has been teased for, to us for a while, that's getting delayed to 2024 or later now. Uh, we get got a, a cool little look at Ghost Trick Phantom Detective, and a demo is out right now. That comes out June 30th, as you heard in the uh, On Your Radar segment. And then, what made this show a 10 out of 10? One single trailer. Mm-hmm. Objection! Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney Trilogy, the fourth, fifth, and sixth titles in the Ace Attorney franchise are getting HD remastered, put together in a bundle, and are coming early next year. I know you belted that. Like I know how happy you are for this. I am so. If you have, if you've been watching this, uh, be on Twitch. Uh, you know that we've been playing through the Ace Attorney trilogy for the first time ever, and I am loving these games. And I'm like, man, I'll probably have to like use an emulator soon to play the other three eventually. Or I, I was like, you know what? They'll probably release another pack of the final three games, hopefully. And I was right, and they did, and I'm so happy that they are. And I cannot wait to play the other three games because Your you know what's answered. Because because. I, on top of just playing the games and seeing that, we get to experience the Clussy. Oh God! The cl- the cl- the no. y'all y'all know the clown I'm talking about. Oh. Y'all know. Not the clown. What's happening? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, they then talked about, because Capcom's 40 years old. That's how they led the show, actually. They said, hey, we're 40 years old. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, so the, I, I was around this point in the show. They're like, hey, if you go to the Capcom Town website, uh, there's a bunch of things you can do to sell, celebrate 40 years, like play a couple uh, old classic Capcom games, take part in some surveys, and just experience the site for what it is, which is a giant amalgamation of 40 years of Capcom, which is really cool. Yeah. We then got our extended look at some Exo Primal stuff, which comes out July 14th. They announced that uh, there was a second beta test, which actually happened this past weekend of when you're listening to this. So if you played it, hey, let us know how it was. If you didn't play it, you missed it. I'm sorry. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, about that. Sh- sh- shoot dinos. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, they gave some more details on Dragon's Dogma 2, which was shown off at Summer, Summer Game Fest. And they went into more details about the game. I again, I haven't played the original, so it's hard for me to be excited about it. But I know that there are a lot of people who are, and so that's really cool. And then we get into Ubisoft Forward. Two out of ten. Yeah. This was... Now, uh, the games that were shown... You know what? No, four out of ten, because Star Wars. They actually did a good job with Star Wars, showing that off. But everything else, from really, really bad cameras... Really bad, like it's they they didn't have like a switcher. Like they were showing us through the camera a screen that was showing the gameplay when they could have just taken us to like just the screen. Like it wasn't good. it wasn't good. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it on a technical scale. This was one of the worst shows I have ever witnessed. Uh... I have two diplomas in communications. One that's general communication marketing diploma, marketing and diploma, and one that specifies in radio. But legit, I have communication diplomas. I, I've dealt with shit like this. This is all I've. Mm, <laughs> it was awful. Their presenters did not have much charisma. Which okay, I get that, but. It was just bad. It was bad. Let's get into it. Starting off with Avatar for Tears of Pandora, a game that I'm like, this game does not need to exist. No, it really doesn't. But it makes sense because Ubisoft is doing it. You know why? Because Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is basically a Far Cry game with an Avatar skin on it. (laughs) That's what I come to realize. That's what I've come to realize about this game after seeing everything that they showed. This is just Far Cry, but Avatar. Oh, no. I, I and they're making this tie into the movies as well somehow. So I'm like, oh, cool. So do we have to play this game to watch the third movie? Oh, no. I really hope not. Yeah, I, I don't I, think you will. It's it's. I believe this takes place like in between the first and second movie. But again, who who cares about the plot of Avatar? No one watches those movies for the plot. It's all for the visual effects. Which the yeah. movies I was I which I I I don't like Avatar, but I'll give it what it is, which is fantastic, top of the line. The these are what elevate like visual effects to this day. These movies. But we that's all they do. The stories are stupid. No one cares about it. No one even remembers the main character's name. That's true. Uh, and we have a release date for it, December 7th. I'm going to bet you anything from the gameplay that we saw, this game is going to get delayed. Because it did not look good. It's 100% going to be delayed. Then we got a trailer for X Defiant, which was in a beta while ago. And they showed a bunch of streamer clips of the game, like streamers playing the game. And I'm like, okay, I've never heard of any of these streamers, so I don't care. Uh, it's getting a summer release. It's an arcade shooter. Uh, they're going to be having an open beta June 21st to 23rd, which is a weird day, weird time frame, because that's a Wednesday to a Friday. That's a weird time frame, because usually they just do it on weekends, when you know people are usually home to play a beta, and not like the middle of a week. So it doesn't make sense. Uh, we then got a bit of a better look at Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, and by a better look, we got... We got like a little bit of story details and a, a second trailer. Not much to go off of still. About we about the same coming out of Summer Game Fest. Uh coming out January eighteenth. 
you either you're either looking forward to this game or not because it's like, you're like oh cool Prince of Persia or this is gonna ruin Prince of Persia. Then we learned that there's gonna be a new t- Netflix series that Ubisoft is working in partnership with an anime type uh, show called Captain Laserhawk. A Blood Dragon remix. We got a teaser trailer for it. It comes out later this year. Honestly, that's going to be hit or miss because Ubisoft. I think it'll do all right because I think Blood Dragon's nice to work, good to work with. It could This could work. But that's really about all my thoughts on that. Uh, then they had like a bunch of rapid fire things. And during that rapid fire, uh, Roller Champions is getting a crossover with Jet Set Radio where you can play as Beat and Gum. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird, but cool, but also weird. Yeah. Master Chief and Arbiter are coming to Brawlhalla July 12th. And we actually got to see Rayman. Holy fuck. We got oh to see God. Rayman. Like physically, we got to see Rayman. In the Mario Rabbids DLC, because, you know, they announced that he would be coming for that, coming to that. And we actually got to see what he looks like. But we didn't get to see any gameplay with him, but it was a nice little trailer to saying that, hey, you haven't forgotten. Here's Rayman. Aww. Later 2023, <laughs> Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope, the Rayman DLC. Now let's go to the probably the worst part of the show. The Crew Motorfest. And this was the worst for many reasons. One... I don't think this game needs to exist. <laughs> Two, the presenter could, they could have picked anybody else, but this dude was so monotone and had no excitement in his words. And on top of like the cameras having issues already, it just wasn't good. This was the most painful one to sit through. We're going to Oahu. <laughs> in Hawaii as the as the main location for this game. They're treating this the crew motorfest kind of like Forza instead of which is kind of weird. And I mean I guess you know you gotta have competition. Whatever, I don't care. It's set for September 14th. And then we get into the Assassin's Creed segment, uh, where they talked about three games. The first, Assassin's Creed Nexus VR, which is coming to the MetaQuest 2, where you can play as Ezio, Cassandra, and Connor uh, and kill people in VR. Cool. Yeah. Then we got a look at Assassin's Creed Codename Jade, where you go to ancient China, which is a mobile game. Free to play. <laughs> and you can currently <laughs> register for the beta. Don't know how well this one's going to run. So we'll wait and see on that. And then we got a look, a really a good look at Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is going back to kind of like the roots of Assassin's Creed. It takes place in Baghdad. We got a story trailer for it. It got a gameplay walkthrough of it. And it's basically looking like good old school, like Assassin's Creed, what is, what is it? Syndicate and previous. Syndicate and before, but ideally that like good era of Assassin's Creed 2 to 4. It's looking like that. Interesting. That's with with keeping like a few things from Origins, like the eagle, like being able to call your eagle to do like some scouting and all that stuff, which I'm like, you know what? That's fine. That's all right. I don't mind that. Comes out October 12th. I would like to see more, though. Yes. And then we get into the last game, which was where Ubisoft fucking redeemed themselves. Hallelujah. Star Wars Outlaws coming out 2024. Uh, We got to meet our main characters of KVS and Nyx. Nyx is a little alien creature. And I'm like, oh, my God, the companion's not a droid. Holy shit. 
Uh, the goal of the game, uh, like the main plot, is to pull off one of the greatest heists the Outer Rim has ever seen. Uh, you'll get to go to places like Tashara in the city of Miragana. And we also got an extended gameplay first look where you uh, like started with a stealth section and then you hopped on a, a scooter to get away from the people that you were stole from. And uh, then you met with the person you were selling the item to. And then there's an Imperial officer there who's like, oh, no, no, no. If you don't want I- issues, you're going to bribe me right now. And it's like you can either bribe them or not. And that will determine whether some stormtroopers come after you afterwards. And uh, yeah, you're basically playing a nice little rogue out in space. And uh, dealing with like all like the criminal underbelly of the world of Star Wars, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, that redeemed the show, but it was a shit show. And uh, it's like Ubisoft is becoming the new EA at this point for how laughable it is. Yeah, that that is true. Like, this is the lowest that Ubisoft probably has ever been, as far as I know. No, I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree with that. Uh, but that was all the shows. Any final thoughts on anything there, Eric, uh, from either Capcom, Ubisoft, or Xbox that you want to add? Honestly, Capcom, 10 out of 10. We don't talk about Ubisoft. Next segment. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about Ubisoft. That's for damn sure. Uh, well, with that, it's time for us to start closing things out today and head on into the bonus level. A look ahead to gaming anniversaries, one-on-one debates, and weekly highlights. Here's this week's bonus level. And starting off, we got this week in gaming history from June 19th to 25th. Uh, here's what happened in the past. On the 19th, 2001, Sega released Sonic Adventure 2 for the Dreamcast in North America. Happy 22nd birthday. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest Sonic games of all time. On the 20th, 2017, House Marquee released Next Machina for uh, the PlayStation 4 in North America. On the 21st, 2011, EA released Shadow of the Damned for the PlayStation 3 and 360 in North America, which is getting a remake. Woo. To th- Thursday, the 22nd, 2004, Capcom released the Mega Man Anniversary Collection for the GameCube, Game Boy Advance, and PlayStation 2 in North America. On Friday the 23rd, 1996, Nintendo released Super Mario 64 for the Nintendo 64 in Japan. The worst Mario game to ever be released. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) And I stand by those words. Now, Monumental, yes. Supremely Monumental was the reason like a lot of things jumped forward in the development of the gaming world. Worst Mario game ever. I know you got a few people riled up right now. Like I can, I can feel their fists. I, I've said this before, though. I, I've said it before. So it's, this isn't this isn't new news. On the twenty fourth, two thousand eight, Square Enix released Final Fantasy Tactics A two Grimoire of the Rift for the Nintendo DS in North America. And on the twenty fifth, two thousand seven, the value of Nintendo stock hit fifty three point zero six billion US dollars, which was slightly higher than Sony. That's some big shmoney. Big shmoney. Uh, and with that, we now dive into head-to-head. Two games enter the arena. One game leaves. Our guest decides the winner. And oh boy, was I evil this week. Hades versus Cult of the Lamb. Is this why you put me on? 
Is this why you put me on? You see, you, you see the head-to-head is decided when I get the guest. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so you, you, make, you are making me choose between two games that I... Pick, I, your, chi- like, pick your favorite child, Mello. Pick your favorites. Okay. Because well, the other one's going in the garbage. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's break it down here. Okay. Yeah, let's break it down. Hades, like great, great Greek mythology, like great music, bosses, bosses, and all the characters fucking hot. And (laughs) the combat, it's very, very fun. It's very, very easy to speedrun, I I might say. Um, uh, The lore, that's, I don't really pay attention to it. I just like, blowing up stuff and like stabbing people that sounds weird out of context but we're moving on cult of the lamb uh very cute game i love playing it all the time like very cult like animal crossing Uh, bosses very fun uh supplies that's fun uh twitch integration that's that's I don't use that, so I I might I might stream it in the future though. Oh, uh, uh, the the DLC cranked it to a ten. Like I love the DLC. Uh, I I named the uh, main character of the DLC uh, Taki because I I was I I had a craving for Takis then. Ah, so the, you're saying that you would eat this animal like a Taki? Nah. Uh. The the music, fucking phenomenal. I can't get enough of it. Shadow River Boy, I love you. Uh, honestly, the game that is gonna leave here, uh, Cult of the Lamb, Shantae, you stay. Hades, Shashay, away. Get the fuck out of here. Cult of the Lamb wins. <laughs> okay, Cult of the Lamb taking that. All right, all right. Uh, our deals of the week, starting off, our epic free games, Guacamelee and Guacamelee 2 are free until June 22nd. Uh, so be sure to... It's a special version of Guacamelee, like the Ultra Deluxe, Ultra uh, Extra Avocado, whatever version of the game. <laughs> extra Avocado, we love it. Yeah. Uh, Capcom is having their 40th anniversary sale on, like, everywhere. So if there's a Resident Evil, Devil May Cry, Ace Attorney, uh, Street Fighter, anything that they've made that you want, it's probably on sale right now. And, uh, hey, remind, I, I made this thing last week, but uh, I'm going to do it again. If you have Amazon Prime, you can get a year of DoorDash Dash Pass for free if you're in Canada. And if you're um, American, you can get two years of Grubhub Plus for free with uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, take advantage of that. It's free delivery and, like, discounted tax rates. Okay, I'm going to sign up. Specifically <laughs> for DoorDash. <laughs> Uh, the achievement of the week is an F123, which is spinning around, which is to complete 25 clean laps in time trial. The game of the week, pretty obvious, is Final Fantasy 16. And our guest game recommendation, if there's one game on this planet, old or new, that you would recommend to our listeners right now, Mello, what game would that be? Ooh. Oh, there are a lot of options here. I would say... 
crab champions. Like I'm just putting that out there right now. My man Noristorm, I I know we never met, but I fucking love you. I love your music. The project Crab Champions, amazing. Very phenomenal work with Crab Rave. I love blowing up other crabs and getting all that shit. Mm. And the music is phenomenal too. Like you can't get enough of Nori Storm's music. Alrighty. Uh well with that, that wraps up another episode of Tony's Game Lounge. Mallow, thank you for coming back on. Oh yes, it, I'm I'm so glad to be on here again. <laughs> of course. Always glad to have you. Where can we find you on the internet? Well, I have a YouTube channel. If you like search up some mellow fellow with Tony's Tony like shouts it out all the time. Uh TikTok, some mellow fellow, uh Twitch, I will I will I might possibly be back on there. Like stay tuned on my Insta, Twitter, uh Instagram, some mellow fellow, Twitter, just look up some mellow fellow. It's it's worded weird, but it, yeah, just look me up there. Like you'll find it. <laughs> You'll find it. Excellent. Uh, when can we expect a new YouTube video? Um, I'm, I'm thinking about making like, uh, like clips that didn't make it in videos, but oh, so some deleted scenes from previous videos. Yes. Oh, okay. Exciting. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Uh, and of course, you can find me at Tony's Game Lounge everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. We stream occasionally, and I'll be like I said, GameCon Canada, June twenty third through twenty fifth. Uh, that is where you can find me that weekend. Uh, if you're there, come say hi, or if uh, yeah, like or or don't, but come say I'll be wandering. I I, I don't have like a panel or anything because you know I'm not popular enough, but I'll be there. I'll be there wandering around. Uh, so come say hi. Yeah, play the game, find the Tony. Play the, find the Tony, exactly. It's my favorite game. I lose myself every five days. <laughs> Try and find him. <laughs> so, insert any version of a song called Lost here. Uh, either the Bring Me the Horizon or the Linkin Park one will do. <laughs> <laughs> the new Will's Where's Waldo DLC, Where's Tony? Thank you for tuning in, everybody. We will be back in two weeks with a brand new episode here in the Game Lounge. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast on wherever you're listening to it. Bye! Bye! Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow Tony on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.